Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Thomas Pynchon, Dom DeLillo, Joey Devine, Jennifer Egan, Otessa Moshfey. John Keane, David Foster Wallace, Ron Baker, Patreons, Colin Dixon, thank you Colin, Brian Hickey, thank you Brian, Sebastian Pretty, thank you Sebastian, special guest, Tyler Parker, musical guest, The Rock Bottom Remainders, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always... With America's Uncle Dad, America's Uncle Fiance, uh, America's Uncle uh, Grilling Expert now. He has That's a right. grill. He got yeah, a grill. Uh, he's been talking a lot about grilling lately. It's Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I have to tell you my my transition into being a engaged... Um, I'm engaged to a homeowner. I'm not really a homeowner. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Somebody uh, Monday night told me to get the cheapest grill brush you can and drive it until the wheels fall off. Interesting. So that's that's where I'm at right now, Joey. Um, well, Sean, I actually have 
a uh, little little grill man hint for you. Oh yeah. You don't actually need a grill brush. I mean, you do, but you don't need to brush it every time. You know, it's actually sort of better. Take What's half that? an onion. You heat your grill up. You take half an onion. You rub mm-hmm. the half an onion all over the grill. The oil from the onion creates like a barrier so the food doesn't stick. Also flavors your food. Oh, that's a great idea. You do that yeah. every time or just like, is it like yeah, yeah. seasoning? I, well, that's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a great idea. Wow. Good. Tip. I mean, a grill brush is useful for the stuff that really gets stuck on there. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That um, rules. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start doing that. Um. All right. This has been Cooking Tips grill with Joey Devine. Yeah. Um, we are real men because we grill. Um, Sean. <laughs> We have a very special guest today. We have Tyler Parker from The Ringer and yes. more importantly, author of the new book, A Little Blood and Dancing, which you should mm-hmm. definitely be reading. Um, but before we get to that, Sean Free Agency started a week ago, so we should probably mm-hmm. talk about some free agency. Yeah. I think I have a free agency drop. I do. It's time for free agency. And this is not a time for robots. Robots have no agency. So take it away, Jim Gray. Well, everybody is on pins and needles across the country. Would you like to sleep on it a little longer? Are you ready to make this decision? You were able to be recruited because you went straight to the NBA from high school. So have you enjoyed this recruiting process now? How many people know your decision right now? When did you decide? So the last time you changed your mind was yesterday? So does the team that you're going to, that you'll announce in a few minutes, do they know your decision? Do you have any doubts about your decision? Well, you've had everybody else biting their nails, so I guess it's time for them to stop chewing. The answer to the question everybody wants to know, what's your decision? I believe in the four-point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I believe in a Belichick Popovich presidential ticket. I believe that every DiCaprio movie would be just a little bit better as a Matt Damon movie. Free agency. All right, Sean. Wow. Um, what is your <laughs> decision? It's a good drop. Uh, yeah, uh, we never use it, and I always forget how funny the fact that is that I just cut out every time Jim Gray said the word decision from uh-huh. the decision. <laughs> Which um, was originally Bill Simmons' idea, Joe. Yeah, it was. Uh, that is why he's also in the drop. Um, all right, Sean. He's the how- author, the creator. Look, we are not... Hollinger and Duncan. I did not in write for alleyoop.com and you did not mm-hmm. give Chandler Parsons a uh, $900 million extension. I so didn't. We can't really, we're not going to go through every free agency signing, right? No. What, how did you want to talk about free agency? So I wanted to just do a quick little vibes draft, not even a vibes draft. I don't even know why I said that. Yeah. We're just going to take turns. Um, I want each of us to pick three teams that had a good vibes free agency mm-hmm. and three teams that had a bad vibes right. free agency. Why don't period. you go first? Because I think my first pick is weird. <laughs> okay. My first good vibes pick, I think, is weird. Actually, both of my good vibes picks. I haven't decided on a third one yet. We'll get there. Okay. But two of my All good right. vibes picks are strange because <laughs> they are okay. bad vibes teams. <laughs> uh, I think the Toronto Raptors are in a bad vibes situation. Oh, absolutely! Right now. Just the worst just vibes. Like... That story yesterday 
where Masai Ujiri had to yell at Scotty Barnes multiple times for, like, working hard. Not good. But yeah, I do have hope for them because I believe that soup is a perfect food and also that Nick yeah. Nurse is just generally a bad vibes man. Yeah, that's that's a good and you know they've they've brought in just a vibe cipher in that in that new coach. Um yeah. no one has any idea what he's gonna be like. But uh they added Dennis Schroeder, and I feel like that's uh yeah traditionally just a bad vibes dude who well, I also... almost survived on the Lakers because they needed like they needed bad vibes. And they need yeah, they needed like a <laughs> flopper, a weirdo, uh a guy with just like real strange energy. Look, here's uh, so the that's thing, what they got. Here's the thing I will say about bringing Dennis Schroeder to the Toronto Raptors uh-huh. is more than any other roster in the NBA, uh-huh. I could see the Toronto Raptors roster having the most guys that can do a kickflip. That's well, you know what? That's a good point. And <laughs> yeah. that's that's not that's not nothing. Yeah, uh, and Dennis Schroeder is the best skateboarder in NBA history, right? Um, I I can't think of someone who's better at skateboarding. I mean, Larry Sanders him. briefly retired to design skateboards, but I don't believe he was I think it's really I don't think tough he was to be like a six eight yeah. skateboarder. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. Like like Dave Chappelle is pretty tall and he rides a skateboard, but he doesn't do like tricks. Right. He's not doing he a 50 50 grind like... while also talking about how trans lives don't matter. Um, no, yeah. No, he's uh, <laughs> he's using it as a, a form of transportation and mm-hmm. he's actually denounced that you now as well. So yeah. Rough. Um, yeah, he probably is. And then they they also brought back Jakob Pertle, which, you know, seems like he's happy there, but it's just. It's just a weird direction for the mm-hmm. team to be going. Like yeah. guys just kind of leave and on the I don't, plus I, side, yeah. they uh-huh. did not spend $140 million for two years of Fred Van Vliet. It's a good point. That is yeah. a, it's a strong <laughs> point. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's more which it's more than I'm just... to my first bad oh, yeah. vibes team, uh-huh. the Houston Rockets. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's bad vibes. Uh, uh, they so who have they brought in now? They've brought in Dylan Brooks at twenty million dollars uh-huh. a year. They brought in Fred Van Vliet at forty million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they does traded he have a player option on the third year. <laughs> I, I believe think he does. that's the case. Yeah. Um, which rules? Shout out to uh, Rich Paul. Right? Isn't he? Isn't Fred a clutch guy? I believe he is, yeah. I mean, he's certainly a bet on himself guy. Uh, they also traded KJ Martin for two second round picks, which Oof. does not matter. KJ Martin is one of those guys that uh, basketball nerds love, but he's not a real thing yet. Um, oh, and of course, they signed Jock Landale to a four year, $32 million deal, Sean. Uh huh. Um, and. Even though that's a fake trade, mm-hmm. I feel like the vibes on that are bad. Like signing someone to a deal with like multiple with like an NFL mm-hmm. contract is just fundamentally bad vibes. Yeah. Um, um, and also giving Dylan Brooks $20 million is really bad vibes. Um I think and their coach is Ime yeah. Odoka. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a bad vibes guy. They also got rid of, I mean, look, they have, the, once again, we have seen a team that uh, everyone's like, wow, it's great that they accumulated that many draft picks. Well, you have to actually do something with those draft picks. Mm-hmm. And what the Rockets have done uh, with those picks is give them away, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what always <laughs> happened. That happened to the Sixers. <laughs> that's happening to the Thunder. That's happening to the Rockets. Like, there's... There's a limit to how many first round picks that you can have and mm-hmm. have it be useful. Also, you know, I mean, I'm not sure that Usman Garuba had a future right. in, in Houston. Nor yeah, because he had Washington. a Kokomo ass name. Um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's just like people don't think about that when they're like, wow, they got all these future first round picks. Like, yeah, they're not going to last yeah and they've oh. apparently traded josh christopher in a deal that still has not been announced <laughs> right because uh, <laughs> somehow patty mills is going to be a rocket on no he's a thunder a minute yeah 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 right yeah. but it's it's <laughs> but it's still weird... unclear what the nets are getting <laughs> i believe yeah because it's it's in the dylan brooks sign and trade yeah and because of that patty mills is going from brooklyn to oklahoma city huh. which I don't know, man. Um, just like they just had so much cap space, and yet they also have to do a four-team sign-in trade. Uh, I mean, I I actually like what the Thunder have been doing. They're bringing in adults who aren't going to play over their young guys. Like yeah. they traded no, for I mean, Oladipo. They brought in some <laughs> weird foreign guy, Patty Mills. Like yeah. these are guys that can actually. <laughs> This is what the Rockets should be doing is bringing in guys who have had like varying degrees of uh, like competency in their NBA who can teach Josh Giddy when to lift weights. And Uh, not like buying them out immediately. Like I don't don't have a problem with the Thunder jumping in on this, but it's just like, why did the Rockets have to do it in such a complicated way? It doesn't really make, and I guess they traded Josh Christopher because there was a, video of josh green pretending to hump him that was like green but yes jalen green Um, i'm sorry uh anyway it's it's unclear if josh christopher's been traded people just keep saying it no one knows and shams and woge are too busy being the uh commenting first on youtube videos to make anything clear (laughs) what has happened at any point Oh um, my god. And uh, you know, I mean, I don't feel like a guy like Kevin Porter Jr. is gonna be threatened by having a high priced free agent come in, Joey. Um, all right, Sean, not a guy who like left a basketball game at halftime. Do you um, want to do a good vibes uh team or a bad vibes team next? Oh, we... I'll take uh I'll take a good vibes team. Okay. And uh it pains me to pick this team as a good vibes team, but the Los Angeles Lakers, just good vibes. I love Disagree. it. Disagree. Like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me make the case yeah. here. They're they're bringing back everybody. Like like they might have paid Rui a little too much. Austin Reeves might be a little annoyed that he didn't get more. But like, it's just like a Torian Prince is exactly the kind of guy that they would want to bring in. I think Gabe Vincent might be a little overrated, but it's like you're just adding just like normal dudes and i like the weirdness of adding jackson hayes like they need someone to be able to make fun of in that locker room and he's gonna do it like that is a where, low price nothing that you know. is where i cannot give this a good vibes 
trade because Jackson Hayes is a horrible abuser. Um, I just, I just think he's like they needed a scapegoat, so that's why I, I feel like he's like the way that Kobe used to always make fun of DJ Mbenga, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, I mean, Cam Reddish is also like h- hilarious for this mm-hmm. team. Uh, yes. See, I, I would agree with you entirely and what they would have been my first pick until they signed Jackson Hayes, who again, uh, the last time he was in Los Angeles, uh, beat up his girlfriend so bad and then got tased by the cops. Um, yeah. So I guess fuck I'm just Jackson en- Hayes, fuck the LA Lakers. Um, also, I think I'm just enjoying his, inevitable comeuppance like it's not gonna go well for him i just yeah that's uh, that's what i'm picking. also my other theory about the lakers not being yes. good is the lakers have been good two times in the last four years or whatever uh-huh. and both times it's because dennis schroeder was on their team and they could have just i believe there's a weird a monkey's paw thing with Dennis Schroeder where the Lakers can only be good if he is on their team and he can only be good if he is on their team. Um, he he wasn't on the good team. The championship team? Wasn't he? Oh, I, I meant this year. Sorry, no, I just meant this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You just ruined my uh, entire. Sorry, I got I'm confused sorry. by two team by two teams. You're right. Um, <laughs> they need Dwight Howard, baby. That's I, they. I Although also, he was also on a nightmare team, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also would say, uh, Gabe Vincent is good on paper, but the last time they overpaid a weird Heat guard, it went disastrously. And everyone was like, signing of the decade. (laughs) It went disastrously for the Lakers. So uh, I worry about any time anyone leaves the heat to sign a contract. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, I mean, I I feel like the amount of money. Yeah, they always make fun of Michael Jordan for like only watching the final four before the draft. mm -hmm. But it seems like a lot of GMs just watched the conference finals. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, I guess Rui Hachimura is a legitimate Nikola Jokic stopper. <laughs> uh, he needs three years and $50 million. Like, was he going to get the minimum if the season, if, if the Lakers had lost the play-in game? Probably, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and, uh, uh, same thing with Gabe Vincent, same thing with Max Struess. Good. Congratulations to all those guys. Don't, I'm not trying to uh, uh, yuck anyone's yum with mm-hmm. that, but uh it does seem like they they really cashed in. Um. All right, Sean. My first good vibes team. It's yeah. a weird one, for uh-huh. sure. It's the Indiana Pacers. Ooh. Oh, getting uh, Bruce Brown. Well, getting Bruce Brown, trading for Obi Toppin, extending uh, um, Tyrese Halliburton. It just uh-huh. feels like good vibes all around there. Like. Bringing in some fun guys, taking a shot on another fun guy. Like, Obi Toppin is, like, definitely the kind of guy who finds a role on the Pacers. You know what I mean? Like, historically, that he's, like, a guy, like, this weird kind of guy who failed in a large market, who dunks really hard and can shoot threes. Like, just a... 
Go ahead. Can I just comment on something real quickly? This is correct, but you're, you're all these points are good. Mm-hmm. But uh, just I just want to talk about the shittiness of Google now. Yeah, sure. I just searched for Indiana Pacers roster, mm-hmm. and uh, they've they've given me some headline from sources across the web. Here are the players listed. I'm going to list the top nine: Miles Turner, mm-hmm. correct. Victor Oladipo. No, incorrect. Demontis Sabonis. No. <laughs> uh, TJ McConnell. All right, we can't do this. Uh, that's O'Shea, okay, I'm, okay, I'm just going to go. Okay, they also list O'Shea Brissett, George Hill, Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Leaf. Jesus Christ. Anyway, just uh, it's not a good website. Um, uh, and look, oh, they also traded Chris Duarte. Yeah. Which is. He was blocked. Like it's yeah. That's a that's a that's Benedict a nice Matherin trade. is just better. Um, yeah. Well, they just uh, they just accidentally got a bunch of small forwards. Like yes. Yeah. Um, and look, the Bruce Brown money is insane and way too much money for Bruce Brown. But it's a yeah. two year deal that might actually only be a one year deal. It it's does all, not yeah. matter. Um, yeah. You yeah. are the Indiana Pacers. You signed a free agent. Granted, you just had to get, pay him just... 180% of what he was getting anywhere else, but yeah. who cares? Yeah. Like, what What else were they doing with that? Yeah. Money? That's Pacers great. are fun. They're going to be fun. I like it. Uh, good job, Pacers. Yeah. Uh, I have, uh, we have, we have breaking news, Joey. Uh-oh. Um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to let you make a vibes decision on okay. this one. It is a three-team trade between the Dallas Mavericks, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Boston Celtics. The Mavericks will receive Grant Williams of the Celtics. Mm -hmm. The Spurs are taking Reggie Bullock from the Mavericks, and they get an unprotected pick swap in 2030. Don't care about that. And then the Celtics get multiple second-round picks. Um, It's funny... I don't think I could not choose them for this, uh, but I kind of like what the Mavericks have done. (laughs) Like, I don't like Kyrie Irving, obviously, but like, I don't know, uh, Grant Williams and um, they signed Matisse Tybel today to uh, an offer sheet. Like, do you think Portland's going to match, Joey? No, I don't. Um, what? The and those are just kind of guys that like they need guys who play defense really hard. Uh-huh. Like, and they, look, they're taking a shot on Dante Exum. I, you know me, I love Dante Exum. Yeah, um, I, I feel a little differently about him, but that, but you know, why not? It's fun that he's still yeah. in the league. You know. Um, um. Also, it's funny because um, we're going to be free. One thing I like about it is that we're going to be free of Dallas fans freaking out about Reggie Bullock's shooting in November. Mm-hmm. He's always bad at the start of the season and he's mm-hmm. always good at the end of the season. But every year it's like this bum can't play. Yeah. And then Thanksgiving happens and he's a totally normal three-point shooter. But yeah, they also brought back Seth Curry. I don't know. They're making a team that makes sense around... Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving now. Um, well, the problem is the second player you listed. Well, there. that's that. Why, that's why <laughs> I didn't pick them for a vibes team, but I yeah. am glad we got to talk about them. Um, Grant Williams is a fun. <coughs> adi- he's going to be like weird, and also, 
uh, has some history with Kyrie Irving, I believe. Yeah. Or did he, was he later than that? I don't remember. I don't. I, you know, he probably is later than that. That's he's probably. Yeah, no, he's definitely yeah, he's later. Than <laughs> like, that. You're right. Um, I'm like, ah, well, so he's, I mean, he's heard, you know, Jalen Brown's probably said a lot of really nice things about Kyrie. So he's pretty excited to go mm-hmm. to Dallas. But yeah. It, this is, this is, I gotta say it's good work for Dallas who didn't really have any choice about signing Kyrie Irving to a long-term deal. So, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I mean, yeah, they're locked in. They're pot committed, Joey, as um, they say on televised poker. Uh, uh, all right, Sean, what's your next bad vibes team? Okay. I, uh, I was ready. Um, okay. My next bad vibes team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Good choice. Just because it's not that any of their moves have been terrible, but they're like clearly saving money and they let Shake Milton go. They let George's Nyang go. Those are just like really solid eighth and ninth guys. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, they also um, just told Tyrese Maxey he's not getting an extension yet and they're going to wait to save money. Mm-hmm. So they've really like, they're like setting themselves up to have a bunch of cap space next year. Oh, and they're making like ridiculous demands. If anyone asks them about uh, Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. Yep. But now James, and now they're Harden, refusing to trade James Harden. And the front office is like at war with another player. And I uh-huh. feel like, the roster was also at war with Ben Simmons. So that went like better than you'd think, Mm -hmm. but it still wasn't really good. Didn't Jalen McDaniels leave too? Uh, Jalen McDaniels signed with the Toronto Raptors. Yes. He is part of uh, the kick flipping contingency up North. Yeah. (laughs) So, and I know the, I know they're going to like wait, but, I just don't think it's like a great move to be openly alienating your players. They signed Patrick Beverly, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, it can be good or bad vibes. It's like a good chip on the shoulder, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, also, it just feels like there are teams saying, you know, he, uh, Daryl Morey benched Ben Simmons and fined him and didn't back down, which is true. But then he just, ended up in the same situation with James Harden yeah. like one year later. And uh, the Sixers had to give most of that fine money back. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the settlement was, but I have a feeling that it was most of the fine mm-hmm. is what the settlement was. So I, it's like brinksmanship or whatever, but it really just feels like um, not a, not a healthy organization. Mm-hmm. That's all. The vibes aren't great. Um, my next bad vibes team, Sean, mm-hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I loved them getting rid of Dylan Brooks. I loved them trading for Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate them signing Derek Rose. <laughs> um, yeah, like you got Marcus Smart. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Now. Um, I still don't understand who their small forwards are. I don't understand 
uh who's gonna play i guess they're, they're i guess they have all those uh wide young men to play to back up brandon clark but still um it yeah, seems I like mean, brandon clark's not gonna like, play this year yeah no that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah, sub in yeah why i i assumed they were gonna sign a four and a three but instead they've signed a bunch of uh like ones who play like twos i don't know it's weird um well, here's here's something that's odd to me. Um, it's like Derrick Rose has this homecoming thing going on, but he was he was at Memphis one year, yeah, and they lost the final. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, only there because he paid someone to pl- do the SATs for him. I just I just <laughs> don't understand why the why the city is like. Are they really that fond of Derrick Rose for one? college basketball yeah. season 15 years ago like they, they could have traded like for james wiseman uh <laughs> yeah i mean that's like at least a, a guy <laughs> um yeah it's still kind of and then you our friend keith parish from the great fast break breakfast podcast and grits and grinds and grits and grits uh, yeah. pointed out that just with the guys that have left Memphis and the return they got, considering like the picks and players they got, it's a little disappointing. Yeah. Like Anthony Melton's gone. Uh, I don't know. Zaire Williams sucks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it almost feels like they made the right move they needed to make getting Marcus smart and then made a move that. Like, do you want Derrick Rose to be mentoring John Moran? Yeah. Like, what like, is, is he going to teach him? You want like, Marcus don't start to do yeah. that. Marcus Smart's like, yeah, te- you can yell at a fan. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Just don't, don't, don't wave a gun around. Them up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, um, yeah. You can't, you have to up. do it during you a game. You can't punch a child. Uh, yeah. You really can't punch a child. <laughs> but like, oh, Derrick Rose is going to teach him that, like, uh, he can get out of civil lawsuits by uh, uh, paying a lawyer a lot of money yeah. or like or even on the court. What's he going to teach him? Like, uh, don't dunk so much or your knees might explode. Yeah, which is um, like, yeah, I mean, that's not he's not telling. Well, he's not even going to tell him that he's yeah. going to be like, keep doing it. Keep trying to dunk on everybody. Yeah. Take off from 15 feet away. Your body won't let you down. And then, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he, uh, what, what yeah. he will teach him is to not tell his team uh, where he is to go get married for a day. Remember when that happened? That was a that weird Derrick Rose story. That was very <laughs> weird. That was like something was that Elvis. A secret? That would have been something like Elvis would have done yeah. weirdly um, in like nineteen fifty eight. Tell where I'm gonna be because she's fourteen years old. <laughs> um, you know? Derrick Rose did not marry a fourteen year old. That was Elvis. Um, uh, my next good vibes team, Sean. Oh, yeah. Is a traditionally bad vibes team. Okay. And they still have terrible vibes. Okay. But their moves are inching them closer, the vibes closer to neutral vibes territory. Okay, I I love this. And that is the Minnesota Timberwolves. I actually really like what the Minnesota Timberwolves have done around the edges of their team. First off, they signed Anthony Edwards to a deal where they can be like, this, that literally states that this is this guy's team now you know what i mean Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but also um they signed um hold on one second uh let me get let me uh they signed troy brown who i don't love but you know he plays defense something that they don't traditionally do he's like he's like 
he's still really young. Too. Yeah. They brought um, Naw back. Don't love that that much. But Shake Milton, love Shake mm-hmm. Milton. And they brought Nas Reed back. Like, these are like competent young role players you can put about around Anthony Edwards for when you inevitably trade Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy yeah. Gobert. <laughs> Troy, Troy Brown, Las Vegas native, still does not turn 24 yeah. until the end of July. So, I mean, it, it, it's like it's like a guy you want to have, you know? Yeah. Um, I will also say that uh, the Nas Reed extension, Nas Reed rules, it also kind of puts in play that you could just trade Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not going to say Rudy Gobert because I'm not. Really that is sure. why I think that is why I'm choosing them as a good vibes team because these moves all signal to me Carl Anthony Towns is being traded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, look, it's he's had a tough time, but this is the right move. Like he's yeah. <laughs> when he succeeds, it will be somewhere else. You know, if yeah. he succeeds, he's it not will be going to else. succeed. Yeah. Um, um, okay, I have my my final good vibes team, and I think this is honestly a great vibes team it's the sacramento kings mm-hmm. I, they, they, uh, they were on my list as well yeah they made a they made a cap clearing move and it seemed like they were going to take a big swing at someone like maybe cal kuzma yeah or draymond green draymond green there. um instead they basically just sort of um traded their first round pick indirectly for a first round pick from two years ago. Mm-hmm. They added Chris Duarte uh yeah. for like nothing. Free, right? basically. Yeah, yeah, free. Free Chris Duarte. Uh and then they brought back Harrison Barnes at a uh mild pay cut. Mm-hmm. Uh I think he got a three-year deal. Yeah. And then they also extended using their cap space. Uh, uh, uh Sabonis. Um everyone's favorite stomping ground. Um yeah. <laughs> Which I'm kind of like, like I'm not the biggest fan no. of his, but like this is like, this is kind of the time to lock him in too. Mm-hmm. You know, he got an extension to I don't know. He's 27. Like this yeah. is that's he's gonna be fine. And he's like he was the he was on the All NBA third team this year. That sounds about right. Yeah, uh, he would have been a little better in the playoffs. He's a little hurt, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And now they've extended him for five years from now. Yeah. yeah. So, and they gave him a little extra money this year. That's always kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, oh, oh, and then the other thing they did is they got a guy who looks tight, Joey. The the Euro uh, League MVP. The Euro, the reigning Euro League MVP. Uh, his name is I've written it out. It's Sasha Vezenkov. He's Bulgarian. Mm-hmm. He's 6'9". He's not really very fast, but he's pretty strong. He basically boards and make and gets buckets. Uh, mm-hmm. He looks tight. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to say, he he looks like um, he did, he's like jacked. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's got he's got a that I think he's going to be cool. Um, I don't know if I'm overrating this guy, but he seems like if he's your third forward uh that's pretty tight and he's like they're just getting a bunch of dudes who are on their prime too and sure. i just like that the sacramento kings got good and they're like you know what we're not we're not even gonna add a rookie we're just gonna load up on some other fun dudes and now they're like nine deep mm-hmm. it feels like of like pretty cool guys 
I don't know. I like it. I, it just feels like really good vibes. Dude. You're celebrating sure. the season. You're building on it. Uh, and you, you're getting some new looks on the team. too. Uh, my final bad vibes team, Sean. Yeah. Is actually going to go to NBA Twitter. Ooh. Ooh, um, these people have been losing their minds about like Yuta Watanabe signing <laughs> and uh, Tory Craig. And these are guys who don't matter and you should not be upset that your team didn't sign them. Every team that's ever had Tory Craig on it is mad. The fans are mad at Tory Craig about a week into it. Um uh javon carter cannot fix the chicago bulls i'm sorry i know you love it but wait till you watch javon carter play these are not uh and look i want to say i'm guilty of this too i was furious when the golden state warriors signed Corey joseph but it also just does not matter (laughs) these guys just they're it matters for them because it's cool they're making millions of dollars they deserve it but like your team did not lose out on anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no reason to be excited or upset by any veteran signing ever. <laughs> um, yeah, it never, it never matters. <laughs> um, I gotta say, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a bad vibe. Do I have a bad vibes team left? I think we have a. You have one good vibes team left, right? Or no, I, I have I, one good vibe. You have a good I, vibe. I think I have a bad vibe. Okay. Um, okay, so I'll you give go you my with bad, your bad vibe vibes, real quick. Yeah. Uh, it's the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Fair enough. It's like, there's like no, I don't, there's not a lot to give you joy if you're mm-hmm. a Bulls fan. Like you just, uh, you got, you're, you're getting three more years of Nikola Vucevic. You're getting Kobe White on an extension. It's just like, and you added Javon Carter, who I mean, it feels like he's like it's like Anthony Carter, or yeah, you know, like it's it's he's a long it's a long time. It's like congratulations, you have better Chris Duhon mm-hmm. now. And I like Javon Carter. Don't get me wrong, but like Kobe White got a three year deal. It's like it just feels like you want to blow it up a little bit, and instead you're just doubling down on this pretty disappointing team that still is not going to have uh Lonzo Ball mm-hmm. next season. Well, anytime so, a team is applying for a uh injury exception player, that's a bad uh uh, uh I mean a, an injury exception that's a bad vibes team. Um, well, Joey, they they added Tory Craig as well. Yes. Yeah. And Andre Drummond is coming back. Um, I believe and I believe Derek Jones Jr. Has he gone anywhere yet? Um, no, he has not. And neither has Ayo Desunmu. Um Okay. All right. Uh Sean, my final yeah. bad vibe or my final good vibes team uh-huh. is actually the Detroit Pistons. Ooh, you you don't like those vibes. No, no, I like that. It's a good oh, vibes oh, team. This oh, is a good oh, vibes yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they have I, 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 I am love what the Pistons are doing. Like they added Monty Morris. They added Joe Harris. They brought Alec Burks back. They're doing what the Rockets are not doing, mm-hmm. which is bringing in competent veterans to teach their cool-ass rookies and James Wiseman how to yeah. play basketball. Uh, it's great. Um, they uh, are probably going to be a playing team next year. I'm predicting it now. If Cade can make, you know, be healthy, uh <laughs> Well, the the worst thing about them was that they had 
terrible shooting last year mm-hmm. and now they brought in two guys who can shoot yeah they needed like a grown-up point guard and like a grown-up like yeah and you know and Bogdan Bogdanovich needed someone to hang out with. Yeah. Joe Harris is going to be that guy. And maybe all three of those guys get traded at the deadline, but maybe it's just like, it's just going to be such more watchable basketball. You know, it's like, it's just mm-hmm. letting, putting these guys in position to succeed. Like someone's going to get Cade the ball where he wants it. Jaden Ivey is going to get like help from these guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also wanted to give a good vibes honorable mention, which also serves as a uh, transition to our next to oh, our yeah. guest. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Chet looked fucking awesome. Like he looked like a legit game changer on defense again. Yeah. Uh, people, I think, kind of forget he exists because he missed last year. Um, the vibes are good in OKC, and I love I love uh the guy they got in the draft too. Yeah, uh, Mr. Wallace. Uh, just like I love I I love that they just ate a bunch of money to move up two spaces yeah. to make sure they got the guy they really like, and uh, they've been pretty good at uh, identifying the guy they like. Yeah, and getting him and turning him into a cool player. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know who's one of the biggest Oklahoma City Thunder fans in the world? Oh. Author Tyler Parker, Sean. Oh, who We wow. had Tyler on to talk to him as Warriors fans who have an incoming one season of Chris Paul. We wanted to ask Tyler Parker, Oklahoma City Thunder fan and author of A Little Blood and Dancing, what is it like rooting for Chris Paul for one year. So here is us talking to Tyler about Chris Paul. All right, we're here with author Tyler Parker. <laughs> his new, yeah. his yeah, new that's book. Right. Thank little... you. I didn't know if you yep. got the email. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> you might know him from The Ringer, but more importantly, you should know him from his new book, A Little Blood and Dancing, a novel. Uh, Tyler, you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, which is why we brought you on. We're going to talk to you about something we have in common. But first, I want to get it all out of the way. I want you to tell everyone about Uh a little blood and dancing right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're very sweet. No one. I I have a hard time believing anybody gives a shit. Um, The short version would be. Um, uh, five-year-old girl watches her dad get shot uh, in the year 1984. Hakeem on the come up, you know, exciting times. And um, uh, uh, the story basically follows her and then the guy that shot her dad. And it's kind of a parallel thing where uh, they, they uh, um, you know, they're paths wind up crossing again in the end um but uh yeah it's uh hopefully kind of you know a uh comic western that's uh you know probably a little bit sadder than to get to just keep the comic on there and not mention the fact that it's also kind of Mm -hmm. a little bummer at the end (laughs) but um you know don't please Please, everyone, listen. Maybe just take out the part where I said it's a fucking bummer. I got to get better at talking about it, y'all. Y'all got to, like, give me some... They didn't give me any classes. It was just sort of like, all right, well, you know, go with God. 
It's, uh, well, um, you no, know, it's like Penguin the, uh... Random House. <laughs> there, it's a it's a publishing company run by penguins, so they wouldn't they don't know about this sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's let me no. t- and let me tell you something. It's hard to get a good a straight answer from these birds. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> penguins are not that. Uh, people think that they're smart because they're interesting because they all huddle together and they're wearing little tuxedos and I. I think yeah. they, people think they must know something because it's like, well, they're being like a lot weirder than the rest of us, so they must be smarter. <laughs> and I don't think that's the case. I think they're just being a bunch of yeah. They they just hold the manuscripts the between their flippers for the winter, but uh, yeah. they figured we're black and white. We might as well get into print, you know. I love I love my editor, but. I mean, he stinks like shit. (laughs) When you only eat whole sardines all all day, (laughs) that's going to happen to you. Jesus Christ. I I do like... I've absolutely nailed this... uh, this, this... This little pub run here, I, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled that uh, I came so prepared. Look, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise that the penguins are a little confused because they do live in a random house. So that, you know, oh, that's a good point. Where do you find anything? Totally. Yeah, you just. Where's my egg? It was right here. Thank you. It's 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 a little degrading, but because they're paying you, you do it. You have to when you walk in a, a room, uh, you have to go random, and then you. <laughs> yeah. And please, Joey, can you please take that out? But yeah. Um, yeah, the note on every menu on every manuscript is just this is so random. <laughs> oh my god! Also, to get your advance, you have to fight a leopard shark to the death. It's crazy, dude. Which sucks. I haven't collected yet. I'm trying to get stronger. <laughs> it's been hell on my finances, but like you know, I'm not ready, and I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna step in. <laughs> and face something you know i'm not i'm not prepared for yeah. leopard sharks it's the agility that'll fuck with you on those guys <laughs> they're powerful for sure but it's there they can they can like hug a corner and that's the those are the things that like i think you know as human beings we don't quite understand and uh speaking of uh power you got you got the the bill simmons retweet he he hyped the book he did hype the book. that was incredible i was very well what the the it was i was i was very it was very sweet of him to do it's very unexpected um yeah he said something on his podcast like but the one that like after the nuggets wrapped it up and he had doc mm-hmm. on his podcast which i never knew that there had been any uh, resolution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't either, and I was like waiting for the fireworks. I didn't, so I didn't know if it was like a. I didn't know if it was like a public thing or not. And so I. Yeah, it I was, was like I a was classic kind of, I was WTF. Like <laughs> Oh, totes. <laughs> like, um, when's, when's he going to mention the fact that uh, he, that Mary, that Mark told him to fuck off in 1986? <laughs> you think he's going to bring up the Lorne? Do you think he's going to bring up the Lorne interview? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they said, he said, he, uh, they, they, I don't know what you're doing down there below 14th Street, but. Um, uh, no, it. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm trying to find. I'm going to try to figure out a way to work the phrase "fucking grifters" into this. Yep. <laughs> but uh, the, 
the uh no, I wasn't expecting that. But he he gave it like a little like, you know, shout out at the beginning of that episode. Yeah. And I was listening because I was having to fill in for for uh Pina and Kyle. They were uh had other stuff happening. And so Sirat was nice and asked me to be on the answer uh that next day. And so I was listening, like, I don't want to be repeating, you know, uh-huh. like, I just want to know what, you know, like what I'm stepping into here. I don't want to be saying the same stuff that, you know, happens on a larger podcast, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, and so I like just turned it on. And then whenever Simmons started saying that, I was, I like had to pull over. I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. I had no idea he was going to do it. You were having um, a moment. So yeah, no, I mean, I was, I did I had a little <laughs> moment because it was one of those things is like, I didn't even, you don't even realize it's happening. Like it, I'm, it's a, it's honestly a miracle. I didn't fast forward through the thing. Yeah. I'm usually pretty Johnny on the yeah. spot there, but I was a better driver than you. Yeah. Normally I'm just like 30 second, 30 yeah, seconds. You know, it was like, it was like early enough in the morning. I was like, you know what? The phone's over there and it's staying over there. I'm just keeping my hands on the wheel here. We're just going to ride this out. And then, uh, no, yeah. When it happened, I was, you know, I was very, I was very, very, you know, very excited and yeah chris uh ryan did did one another similar sort of thing like totally unexpected before uh an episode of the watch and stuff and so no it's been like you know super nice and you know you just like work on the thing for so long Mm -hmm. and it's just sort of doesn't exist anywhere but your own head really and the idea of anybody else reading it is very, you like hope that that would happen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you're just sort of like, don't even really get to that point. At least I didn't because it never happened before. So you're just like, well, I'll just grind on trying to make it as good as possible, but not like dabble in those sorts of dreams really. And so now that it's, you know, to that, that, that people have been so nice and the response has been, you know what it's been has been really you know it's felt definitely felt really good because you just kind of sit in a room for seven years and just peck at the shit and hope it doesn't (laughs) suck and you know like finally someone tells you like no it doesn't suck i think it's like we should have a little like put give you some money for you you're like okay great that's what i I thought didn't suck i felt good but i didn't know other people kept saying that's good but it's not good enough we don't want to give you money for it you know like <laughs> and um but yeah no so it's been it's been super good y'all are y'all asking me about the book so thank y'all for doing that that's super nice y'all. of course i mean i can promise you that your appearance on this podcast will sell way less books than either the bill simmons what or come mentioned. on really <laughs> hey, i wouldn't be so sure i think you know i there's I, there's people that hear the name there's i'm sure there's devoted listeners to the bill simmons podcast who if he says my name they're like you better not bring him back on this fucking thing well i mean i have heard it's very oh go he does have a whole Reddit dedicated to just hating him at this point, which is crazy. Does he? See, yeah. this, I'm so glad I'm not like a Reddit person. I, that would be terrifying to to like be be on there and like just knowing that that stuff exists. I'm so happy to be unaware. Mm-hmm. You mean a human but being who's not very famous? <laughs> that, I'm also happy for that. I'm that. 
I know I'm no I'm just thrilled that I like because I, I think I would go if I really knew how to go search it out I think I would just love to read it I think I would just like kill time reading it I think it'd be it sort of tickle me but I just am glad I'm glad to not go down the wormhole I, I will say if you search for Tyler Parker on the Bill Simmons oh, subreddit no. it's a pretty good top things just a pretty good joke from you okay great That's which true. is uh you quote tweeted someone saying imagining Mike Breen calling the resurrection of Christ oh, yeah. and your reply was Mark Jackson and I'm sorry but the guards have to be better that's just that's a good joke this is a good joke I, I remember that was Easter I think like and uh, the people the people uh someone thinks you sound like Nicolas Cage Interesting. some redditor does I disagree but I will t- I mean I'll I'll run with that I'll take that to the I'll 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 you know I'll I'll put that on a coaster or something. Yeah. They um, they seem to they seem to like you here. Oh, that's good. I'm well, sure never that. never look at that form. And I like never. Them. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Tyler, the real reason we had you on is Sean and I are Warriors fans and the Warriors recent well, the, the timely re- the timely, timely reason. reason. No, yes. no, no. I hey, come on. Let's be we can be real with each other. I love it. <laughs> Is uh, Sean and I are Warriors fans, and um, yes. they recently traded for Chris Paul, and Chris <laughs> Paul is going to be in Golden State for exactly one year. So we wanted to ask you, what yeah. was the experience of rooting for Chris <laughs> Paul for exactly one season of basketball? Uh, jo- Joey, he's signed for an he he's under contract uh, for 2024-25. Why would the Warriors not pick up that completely non-guaranteed contract here? That was definitely real and not just something uh, to make his agent proud when they announced his extension. Oh my god! It. When you texted me this, it made me so happy because I was like, "That's a great idea," and. The first thing I thought was, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. <laughs> and the, it's, it's, and the, the second thing I thought was, uh, and, and then the third thing I thought was, there will be moments where you will he will pull some shit and it helps you mm-hmm. he will say his jersey's untucked his jersey's untucked <laughs> and it'll work it'll work it'll work and that was a that was scott foster it was that was Chris Paul. his arch enemy and it worked <laughs> warrior great jordan bell had his jersey mm-hmm. untucked. Yep. It's true. Whatever. One thing leads to another. All that shit. I don't want to go through. I don't. I don't. I don't want to go through it again because I can't remember all the beats and it'll mm-hmm. frustrate me. But the like, and you'll have to decide in those moments. Like that's that's one you can sort of more get on board with. It's if he pulls some shit with like hitting somebody in the nuts mm-hmm. or you know one of well the, we're used like, to that up under. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You do, y'all do y'all those fan base. Well, y'all are more used to kicks though. Yeah, he's it's like, true. He's more of a kicker. Yeah. He's he's gonna he's gonna go feet before he goes hands, I think, if Draymond. If history's any indication. But I mean, I do think that I do think opposing players are gonna have to have their heads on a swivel. Mm-hmm. I would recommend cups across the board. I would re- I would put them on coaches. I'm gonna select Kerr and Chris Paul are like because they don't like each other. I don't think they do. They don't seem to. And like, but yeah. yeah, it's weird because Paul liked Steph Curry a lot, right? When he was like a scrappy up and comer, well, especially when it was like hey, this he... kid's coming to my camp, and mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. like, "It's like oh, we get to take the picture and Davidson and the yeah." yeah I, they, I think they worked yeah. out the summer before his rookie year, and Steph Curry went on vacation with Chris Paul's family, which really? seems like something like they should be further apart in age for that to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like yes, well, because also... isn't. Curry only like three years younger than him or something. I hate to ask this: Is my TV too loud? No, I can't hear it. You're good. Okay, it's I, it's in the I I I had paused it, but then I think that the thing did where it catches up, and I got worried just now because it's loud. And so, okay, if you can't hear it, <laughs> nah, it's fine. No, yeah. Um. So um, I think yeah. the funny thing that was about in that Chris Paul interview, uh, on, I think it was on NBA Today. He was like. It was really telling. There was a really funny moment where Chris Paul was like, yeah, uh, Steph and Aisha came to my wedding. My <laughs> wife went to their wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not and I was and invited. He, and, didn't he say, and didn't he say like, didn't he say like him and his wife came to came to our wedding, I think. Like, yeah, yeah it, was, it was like, the end of it. <laughs> it was all a blur. <laughs> now, Chris, Joey, was that the wedding where he and Dwight Howard made a pact to team up someday? Or was that a different wedding I'm thinking of, Joey? I, that was someone else. Do you remember what I'm wedding. talking about? That was Carmelo's that's, wedding. Oh, that's Rajon Rondo, right? That was Rajon no, Rondo, no. Carmelo Anthony, and Dwight Howard. I'm yeah, sorry, right? I thought, no? It, no, it was Chris Paul, but it was at Carmelo's wedding. Chris Paul oh, okay. and Chris Paul and Dwight Howard made a pact at Mello's wedding. Yeah, they all they thought they were going to go to the day? Knicks. It was the summer that the Heat formed, um, and <laughs> Dwight was about to become a free agent, and so was CP3. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. And there was like a drunken I mean, toast at Carmelo's wedding about them teaming up. <laughs> oh my god. Dwight Howard has been. I mean, this is this. We got to talk about Chris Paul later on. Let's get to Dwight Howard <laughs> calling calling out people from Taiwan. Yeah. Whenever uh, <laughs> only one person can stop the Joker. Oh yeah, you mean one of the dirtier series by an individual player in recent memory? Yes, we all remember you. All right, I'm so, I'm sorry. It was Amari Mello and Chris Paul. Okay. That was okay. that's yeah, what yeah, he yeah, said. Yeah. Okay, that that makes no, that sense. Makes sense. Okay. At least we got that, but it's good to get Dwight Howard digs in any way you can. And yeah, I yeah. think that this is good. Um, no, I, the thing with Chris Paul is like, if he's, I don't know how it will work with y'all because the way it was pretty it was pretty seamless 
with the thunder because he got to be the elder statesman and the big boy on the block and put everybody under his wing. And he kind of had like, you know, that was like back when he still had shit to prove Mm -hmm. post heart and and like, you know, does, do the hamstrings still work? And, you know, and also he had Gallo to be the good cop to his bad cop. Totally. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, and he, he he also had a wild card in Dennis Schroeder who just like, well, they who's like maybe more of a flopper than him, <laughs> but also yes. like he just just like unpredictable percent. Well, and they would play those like three like Donovan would play those three point guard lineups. And it had this the three of them um, with Adams and Gallo, that little five man combo was like the the plus minus was like through the roof mm-hmm. and it was because Schroeder could like weirdly guard threes sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. because he was just such a pest and he would, mm-hmm. he would flop sometimes and he would try to poke shit out others or whatever, but it was always like everybody understood, you know, Shay, Schroeder, Gallo, like down the line, everybody was like, Chris Paul's in charge. He's the leader. And he was very much like, you know, trying to take on that, like, you know, captain of the group chat type of vibe in the in like media answers and like just in like vibes like anytime right. you saw him on the bench and shit it was just very much like big brother type of stuff and it worked for the thunder and the thunder were like that was a fun thunder season like i cannot sit here and say that i did not have a blast that thunder season there is for me or was for me always in the back of my head like i don't like rooting for dudes that hit other dudes in the nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well again we're past that, that we're thing. past that right well <laughs> i get it and, it and if 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 my dude had been a part of winning so many rings i would be able to forgive it quickly believe me but Look, we don't it, like it, there it. is that with, <laughs> it, there is that thing with chris paul though where you're like you're not going to do something super annoying, right? Like, you, mm-hmm. hopefully, you do, you don't want him to venture into the like, uh, you know, jumping up and down like a little kid while DeAndre Jordan isn't shooting the ball as quickly as he would like him mm-hmm. to, and so he's like tugging on his jersey and hitting him in the chat. Like, you don't want him to get to that level of like, kind of manic out there because then you start feeling like well i can't defend this and it's just going to be a non-stop wave of you know deserved (laughs) bullshit from Mm -hmm. the internet about how annoying this guy is but he's also desperate for a ring and so i can't imagine him being on anything but his best behavior and I could see in a weird way them like him and Draymond both being so like hardcore competitive that it winds up sort of, you know, working mm-hmm. it. I could also just see it just exploding in a very grand and funny way for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, per- <laughs> I would personally be fascinated if that happened to but but I don't. I, it's not outside of the realm of possibility for me that it that he, it's like you know crazy enough to yeah. work type of thing, right? Can like, you I don't imagine think that's though, out of the question at all? Here's who I <laughs> do. Here's who I feel bad about right now. I okay. 
<laughs> Andrew Wiggins is the shyest <laughs> nerd alive. I mean, and now he's, gonna he's just going to get that. yelled at constantly on two sides i i for me personally it's uh moses moody or jonathan kaminga like jonathan kaminga even though he grew up in you know the the tough streets of the democratic republic of congo He's never met a warlord like Chris Paul before. Let's just say that right now. An insane strong man that uh, can't be reasoned with. It, it like, I want to see what happens. Because Chris Paul has, especially as he's gotten a little bit older, there are a few more of these record scratch kind of moments where it's like, why'd you throw the ball away three times in a row? Uh-huh. Right. Like it's, I get, I get doing it once, but you threw it away three times in a row. And this well, is a big game, man. Like, luckily weird. that's part like, of I the Warriors offense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I guess the bigger the game, the more comfortable they are with that sort of play. Yeah. yeah. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it, it is a definite vibes difference with uh Jordan Poole, oh who is like God. very lighthearted, like real funny, real likable, uh, but also constantly berated by the other people on his team. I mean, besides getting sucker punched <laughs> in practice, uh, he made Steph Curry so mad that he got ejected from a game for throwing his mouthpiece like. You know they just yelled I'm at him sure. all the time. And now the younger guys are like, man, the buffer's I gone. Oh, like, I didn't think about like pool that. Like, was, pool was really, like, absorbing a lot of contact that is now going to be – Moses Moody is just going to get strafed That's, by the veterans it's like, now. It's, the, uh, it, it's the, the Nick Offerman Parks and Recreation joke when Jerry retires and he's like, every office has a Jerry, so another Jerry will – yeah, this, uh, right. Another, another pool will emerge for sure. Especially, I mean, the the like, because you know that Chris Paul is going to do the like, because he was this way when he came to the Thunder, like best best behavior, mm-hmm. like with the media, the utmost professionalism, like you know, take really taking his time, like it, it, it you know. One of the early stories that came out was, you know, not an hour after he the the transaction, he had texted Sam Press. He got everybody's number and started uh-huh. a group chat. <laughs> We're all gonna hear that's what's like all the like very very like you know you got to hit all the basics you know like and here Chris and, Paul's uh, got to like unblock everyone's number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do, like do y'all where 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 have y'all. Where are you at on your journey with this? Are you like, to, are you feeling good? Are you like, like what's the, what's, what's your, I'm where are less, you? I'm less mad about it than I was a week ago. Um, Were, was that your first response? Just like anger? Well, it, it was sort of because like, I mean, it seemed I hate, impossible. Yeah, the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just <laughs> like, like really, Mike Dunleavy Jr. is my least favorite Golden State Warrior of all time. And I was like, his first move is to bring in my least favorite player of all time? 
Uh-huh. Like, what are we doing? Are they trying to like? It felt like a personal attack. Um, it is like it is for like an organization that has made a lot of good calls. It, the Dunleavy thing, it did feel like a real <laughs> swing and a miss. I don't like I I, I get he's like one of the least warriory warrior uh-huh. past warriors that I think it exists. Yeah, like I don't. I it was one I remember like because I'm not like plugged in on the machinations of like front offices right like sometimes yeah. I'm on Twitter and mm-hmm. I see people these like assistant coaches are getting considered for jobs and I see people being like oh man he would be great and it's like I have no no ch- about <laughs> an assistant coach like I know their I know their names I don't know that like what they're good at yeah but like, also Tyler oh, those people are making that up they don't know either yeah. I just remember the one thing that the when when the Warriors had Luke Walton as an assistant coach the main thing yeah. that I remember the two things people knew about him is that uh, when he was in Arizona, the guys on the basketball team could smoke weed at his house. That's where they would yeah. go to smoke weed. And uh, he was cool with Steve Kern making fun of yeah. him all the time, yeah. like in videos and things. And then he was like the head coach and they went on a 24 game winning streak. But the whole time people yeah. were like, what's he good at? Like he, I think he's like, I think he's kind of good at like teaching people ball drill skills. No, but that doesn't he, really feel like head coach. He stuff. was like, good at letting Draymond be the head coach for 28 games. That's yeah, what he Draymond was, was really. Like, I, it, but yeah, I just remember hearing like, oh, Dunleavy's like a big part of things there, huh? That mm-hmm. doesn't seem good. It's like a, we, it's weird. We're also learning more about the uh, Dunleavy extended universe <laughs> accidentally because his his brother James Dunleavy is the agent of the guy they got at the end of the second round, and then he has a brother named oh, Baker God. Dunleavy, who's the G. Somehow Villanova University Villanova has a general University manager. Does? I don't really understand how that works. I think yeah, he was like, like an assistant coach. So he was like Jalen Brunson. Yeah. They're like, well, we got to like have somebody right. who's like oversees all this, whatever. Yeah. But I, I got to say Baker Dunleavy, like I have, I couldn't have no, less confidence I mean, I in someone I, than I, I someone mean, with that name. As a, as a white man myself, I don't think anybody in basketball can succeed with a name that way, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, I don't like so, I, so even for, Chet Holmgren is blacker than Baker, you know, Baker Dunleavy. Dunleavy yeah. Uh, who I, so, I believe so, the so, dorm room you live in at Duke is Baker Dunleavy Hall. Um, yeah. Baker Dunleavy sounds Hall. Like, like if you were watching the if if first if somehow like on that show, the other two, they were making a Mike Dunleavy reference and they were going to make up a yeah. fake Dunleavy name. <laughs> well, he hits the Dunleavy. Cooper Manning of the Dunleavy family. <laughs> <laughs> so this was very tough on me because I've been like trying to not irrationally hate Chris Paul as much the last yeah, couple of hard, years. It's and uh, it's hard, but I was like, I'm giving it a chance. He seems like he's like a smart guy off the court. Like, uh, and then I think the day before the trade or something like he'd been, he went on uh, the hoop collective Mm -hmm. 
And they just kept asking about all the weird, like the CBA negotiations of the Sterling thing. And they were just like, it's so weird that you've been at the center of all this stuff. Like it's been on, it's been on like four teams that got sold while he was there. And I was like, this guy's like ever. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. And then um he played I, in the, he and then I like hear about the trade in my the first yeah. show up in Oklahoma City. He's been a part of so many yeah. weird seminal, <laughs> so many crazy he, things. And he was like the he has had yeah. his pause on so much shit, man. It's really is crazy. Even like yeah. I haven't thought about it until you started saying it. He's been playing for so long. He yeah, had that, that locker room fight in where they tunnel. like broke through yeah, the, the staple yeah. center, but he got someone else yeah. to do it. Yeah, like it's all these bizarre things. And so I even texted Joey something like, you know, Chris Paul's a really interesting guy. And then I heard about the trade, and my first reaction was, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I was like, right back, like, god damn it. Sleeping fucking three. God, he's not. It's the one end, the one impression my mom does in the. She does (laughs) no actors or anything, but she does an impression of Chris Paul trying to trying to get a foul from a ref, and she just goes, (laughs) "Hey!" Like that's the whole impression. But uh, and she, I, I've like called her and texted her about it, and she will not acknowledge that Chris Paul was on the Warriors yet, or she lost her phone. One of those two. Both extremely plausible. Um, I have come around on it a little bit in that I hated Jordan Poole last year. And I, the the one thing I want the Warriors to do the most is somehow hypnotize Steve Kerr into playing Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody on a regular basis. As an outsider looking so, in, yeah. it was like, "What's he doing? Why didn't he giving him like? Why didn't he? Why didn't he giving him run during and, these? This like like get up, get some, get some minutes under their belt." Yeah. Well, and I on? do. It does sort feel of like Chris Paul could get them. So yeah, that Chris Paul like he'll feel more comfortable playing them if Chris Paul is there. So I get that's it a as good, a second a unit point. thing. I don't understand. How it works with the first unit, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all what, like? What are people? What are people in Warrior circles feeling about like? Because I've heard smarter people than me talk about like. There's a big difference in the Chris Paul pace that he likes to play at, and the zip around, cut everyone's mm-hmm. head off. Yeah, pace that Steph likes to play at. And so I like I think in some ways like I could see Chris Paul being a little bit rejuvenated in certain moments in transition right mm-hmm. and like really trying to like you know like he has it in him to try to do the like kind of like Steph imitation like he did the shimmy back whenever he was with the Rockets You right? mean yeah. 2 minutes before he hurt Steph. himself like and lost the series yeah I yeah he do. did do that Yeah <laughs> It really is really a shame of death there for him. I believe he heard himself guarding Quinn Cook as well, which had to really sting. That's got to be. I wonder if Quinn Cook is like, man, I'm so sorry. (laughs) You should have gotten hurt guarding someone better. I'm sorry, man. I'm not. I'm not good enough for you to get hurt guarding. I'm sorry. It. um, I love. I do remember that Quinn. I remember. 
watching a Dion Waiters uh, Instagram live once with Quinn Cook, and <laughs> Dion Waiters was high out of his mind <laughs> and just kept saying, "I'm built different." <laughs> it was one of the most entertaining things that I've ever seen in my entire life. This was back when he yeah. was on Instagram live all the time and would just like be like showing off his haircuts constantly, and it was absolutely <laughs> top notch entertainment. I would say I would like every now and again send Jason Gallagher like clips of me just like acting like I was doing the same thing that Dion Waiters would do with his phone. Just like I would just say, "You see the cut? You see the cut?" And then I would <laughs> that would be the end of the video. And um, you know that's 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 minutes of fun right there. Well, uh, speaking no, of like, getting too high, going, the, thing, the thing that worries me the most <laughs> is Clay Thompson is going to get too high one of these games and show oh, yeah. four rings to Chris Paul on the bench. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's gonna <laughs> that could really destroy things. That could really do break they, the locker they room. Have, who is who? It, like, is there one of the Warriors' core? That has had that has like actually kind of gone chest to chest with Chris Paul in a game in the past. Like I know that's him and Steph have have you know wound up on each other, and Steph has embarrassed him off the dribble. You know, like it's multiple times, in iconic yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. So supposedly after the second round series in 2019, where uh, the Warriors won Game Six and Steph Curry was scoreless in the first half and scored 33 points after halftime. Right. This is like right after Durant actually tore yeah, his yeah, Achilles yeah, tendon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right, and then right, right, the, right. apparently the Warriors team uh, was going through on their way to the locker room in Houston, just chanting "fuck Chris Paul" oh, over and over God. again. <laughs> so it was almost like a team line thing. Uh, it's just what you isn't that what you and want? I mean they like, that's just great yeah and <laughs> well, they and, and then, they they hated the Suns too like it yeah. yeah yeah well and then if you remember right about three months ago Steph Curry uh, scored a layup on Chris Paul and then yelled at him it's not 2014 anymore that's right, <laughs> that's right. That's a wow great Joey call. I forgot about that this is. <laughs> The thing is, like, this could go really well, or it could go uh, quite bad. The variance, <laughs> like, is, the variance is really temperamental. Like, it I could really <laughs> could get big gnarly in a hurry, and but it, you could also see it like it could be like his like a much less cool version of Rodman. Yeah, like yeah. on the Bulls, where it just like for some reason the chemistry works mm -hmm. there, and like he's. It doesn't work in any other situations, but for some reason, by the you know, maybe just Steph is just like just that easy to deal with or whatever. And like uh -huh. maybe Clay just maintains his low maintenance vibe and yeah. doesn't get pussy. The ocean has calmed yeah. him enough, but yeah. that doesn't happen. But no, I mean, I like I would rather see the even as like a, a little you know. Thunder dude, I would rather see the Warriors competitive. Like I I I like Steph having, you know, like a legitimate shot and enough weapons around him yeah. that he's not too exhausted and can actually get, you know, supernova in a fun way that it feels 
I like it when his like supernova stuff feels a little bit repeatable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's something even more impressive about that when it's like, man, it wasn't a quiet 40, but it did feel like a 40 he could get again. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's some of the, some of the, 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 obviously it's all gravy and wonderful and amazing, but some of those sort of like, you know, 50 plus games when he's like dancing with the ball for 15 seconds against, you know, whatever the Anderson Verzhov today is, right? Like, <laughs> you know, if he's out there like trying to like, you know, mix um, you know, uh why am I trying to I see I should just pick any other big, but I'm hung up on trying to figure out <laughs> Who the, the Anderson Verzhov today is? Well, I, well, <laughs> the first the first guy that I thought was um, Tice, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Is that fair?" And then I was like, "Well, is that Jim? I just doing a foreign guy, even though I'm not going like you know white guy to white guy there, but am I just going foreign guy to mm-hmm. foreign guy?" Mm-hmm. But now I'm really stuck in the answer is Cody Zeller. The answer is Cody Zeller. That is exactly the Anderson right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So one of y'all <laughs> should go because I'm way off base here. <laughs> uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, the my other worry is uh, the trade-off in vibes from Andre Iguodala to Chris Paul as your, like, bench uh, lead, your, like, young guy leader feels like some real harsh dictator shit. Um. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I I think he just didn't, I think Andre just didn't play enough. Like, they could probably just give him some more illegal stock tips and he'd, like, (laughs) show up behind the bench in a weird outfit every couple of games. I feel like that would still, that's still like possible it's to got, do. I mean, you think it's probably would, advantageous yeah. for the pod, right? Like he'd be happy to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got a, that's the whole thing. He's got to tell you what's going on in the league. And uh, Evan Turner is not going to do that. He's not, he doesn't have his ear to the ground that, that same way. No, he's never, I mean, he's never been as, he's never been as up to date. I don't think as, as Andre has. So you you've been going through a lot of titles recently, right? You've figuring out what you're going to call your book and everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Chris Paul, uh, as part of joining the Warriors, will be mandated to start a podcast. <laughs> what do you think he should call that podcast? Oh, uh, and what's what's awesome is you are going to be right. Yeah, it's <laughs> for sure going to happen. Um. It is going to happen without a doubt. Um, what's it going to be? Point, point God, the point pod, point mm-hmm. God pod, point. Yeah, the point pod, maybe. Point pod, the point pod. I don't know. Point, point pod. God pod sounds right to me, actually. Point God pod, yeah. Point God pod, and then you go PG, what, PG, CP3, PG. CP3, PGP, yeah. <laughs> What's he? Because he's gonna do some shit. He's too. He's too brand conscious. It'll be some kind of CP three P OD. CP three P O D. And then he's like, before, but first our friends P O D. Yeah, and, it's and then it's like, I'm still man. alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, Is I wish this I like no, so I can kiss my mother goodbye. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you and Chris Paul are both pitching books at the same time, <laughs> too. So that, I, am, yeah, I do I, feel I'm like you guys. that he's kind of like gotten onto my territory here. I heard he, he took your Good Morning America spot. And then <laughs> I feel like that's. That's what I, that's the that's, that's, the, that's the rumor I started. And I can promise you I'm going to push it even harder at summer. Week, okay? <laughs> so I hope he shows up because I'm going to boo him so hard. <laughs> And people are going to be like, what, do you not like him as a player? I'll be like, well, no, but that's not why I'm booing him. <laughs> and they're going to say, what's your deal, man? And then I'm going to pull out of the backpack I'm holding several copies of my book. And I'm going to say, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> First of all, what's your name? Dylan? Okay. Is yeah. that a Y-L-A-N? Is that a D-I-L-L-O-N? So who's... Who's your who? If you could, if you could slip a copy of the book to anyone at Summer League, who's your dream? Oh, you can even give me like a top three. Your Mount Rushmore. Uh, now, before you answer, though, I just should remind you, <laughs> Shams is in prison because the FTC threw him there <laughs> for, that's uh, right, that's right. For, for juicing gambling lines. Oh, so he's off Joey, the table. See, Joey, I the last time I was on this show, you told me about about or was it was it you or sean when y'all asked sean's for a picture during one of the summer leagues it was me yeah (laughs) yeah yeah okay joey if you see him again you've got to shout out like you belong in prison man what the hell (laughs) (laughs) i bet 50 grand on scoot henderson going too i'm gonna take it out of your ass But you know he's gonna be wearing that leather jacket. You're gonna be like, oh, this uh, actually this is a bad boy. I gotta back off. I gotta back off. And the zippers are he's in a gang. He's so in a biker gang. You know. Yeah, he knows it's, how to chain um... fight. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. That is such a good question. Who would I give it to? I mean, I, I I'm just searching for like j- giving it to like as a bit to someone. It would be great to give it to Hubie Brown, I think, if he shows up there. I think he's probably too he's probably got better things to do. He'd read it though. There. I would I would love it if he read it. He'd I read mean it. if if I could get a blurb from from the Hubes, that would be absolutely massive yeah. for me personally. <laughs> I'll tell you I'll, you know what? I'll do some I'll help you out here, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, if anyone here knows Hubie Brown, if mm-hmm. you can get Hubie Brown to read Tyler's book, I will get the Hubie Brown Caesar haircut the next time I get my hair. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Man, honestly, like, this is the best podcast I've ever been <laughs> I mean... No, I. You got me thinking. Like, I want to pick. I mean, I love the Hubes, but I want to pick someone that's even. I want to. I want to have a better reference for you than that. I want to have something more elegant and uh, you know, out of nowhere than that. But I think I'll, that's. I'll all tell I, you. Who. No, you know who it is. Yeah. Chet's dad. I want to give it to Chet's oh, dad. Oh, you can Chet's do that. You can actually do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really want to try to see if I can get if I can get it to Chet's dad. Chet's dad's got to be a reader. You don't have ponytail mm-hmm. unless you're a reader. I don't think if you're a dude. <laughs> I think if you're a dude and you have a ponytail, you're probably a reader, right? Uh, yeah, you're either you're, you're either a reader or a recumbent bike rider. Um. <laughs> you know, Joey once uh, pissed off. 
a recumbent bike rider who magazine. like harassed him for a whole week on yeah. oh, a mag it was yeah, a magazine. It was a publication about recumbent. <laughs> and they were just they were just like, well, I guess you like to just be sitting upright. Huh? Yeah, I made a joke about recumbent bikes. This was early in Twitter days. And the yeah. recumbent bike magazine got so mad about the joke oh my God. that they were they were like my angry reply guy for a week. And I finally got him to shut up by saying, I'm glad to see you're not taking this lying down. You know, <laughs> like when you ride on your bicycle. <laughs> are they so are the is the is recumbent is the recumbent bike magazine so boring that the name of the magazine is recumbent bike magazine? Did I they think not even it come was. up with a fun, I can't fun, remember. More fun it name? might have been oh, like I think it, I think it, right, bike rider, but yes, it was. It yeah, it did, or like monthly, or yeah, yeah. It, no, it was just like no. We, there's no way to shorten this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Phil, recumbent, recumbent this is the right number of syllables. Ask people to type in. Well, that's the name of the fucking magazine. Like, <laughs> I, 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 maybe, maybe they'd be happier on an upright bicycle then if they're that lazy. I don't think they're the kind of cuss. I don't think the kind of the kind of writers we want then. If they if they if they don't want to take the time to type out the full name, I don't think that I don't want their money. Yeah. Um, Tyler, there's one more. Qu I think you need to aim higher. I think your goal. <laughs> Should be to get LeBron James to read the first page of your book. Yeah, and just carry it around for the entire playoffs. I mean, if I could be if I could be the book that LeBron pretends to read, that would be a dream for me. I mean, that's honestly like bigger than a bigger than a Pulitzer, bigger than you know any other sort of writing thing that I could ever hope to achieve. If I hear the, you know, like ESPN NBA countdown music mm -hmm. and see LeBron on a stationary, stationary bike. bike. And he's, yeah. And Open he's to the blank the first. first page. It's not that would uh -huh. honestly like I would I really would like just tweet out like I retire. <laughs> CC CC at ringer. CC at, at whatever Simmons's handle is. And I would just be like, I'm out y'all. See you on the beaches. You know what I mean? You tag, you tag the, the wrong Boston sports guy. And the guy's like, what did I do? <laughs> in, in, in his, in his, in his bio is like, not Bill Simmons. <laughs> but he's just so committed to that. What was Boston sports guy? He just deals with it. His weirdly, fine. weirdly, he's he fine. does. Weirdly, he does write for ESPN page three, though. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. it's only dark web. <laughs> um, oh I think God. this is our episode. This has been great, Tyler. Thank you so yeah, much for Tyler. coming on. Tyler, plug, oh plug your book again. Plug whatever you want oh, right now. Shit. It's called A Little Blood and Dancing. Um, I think it's got some good bits in there, some good sentences. Check it out. <laughs> um, no, I don't know, man. It. I don't know how to... I'm still not comfortable trying to be like, oh, yeah, let me be smooth about this and mm -hmm. suave. I think, like, there's something still very, like... Um, <laughs> It feels very uh, planned out, and some I, I there's something very yucky about that to me. Even though yeah. it would behoove me in my uh, career to uh, adopt some of those. Well, and people who people who like your 
people who like you will probably like your novel. Like, I think, I think the the honestly the biggest. This is what I'll say. If you yes, if you like my shit, you'll like it. If you go to if you type in the little blood and dancing on your computer and you go to the Penguin Random House page and you look at the blurbs and you see those blurbs and nobody in there is like oh cool then like don't re- then for sure then you'll probably be like oh that's not into me but if you mm. are like oh i like the matrix then like lily wachowski said something nice about me mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. um you know it's uh yeah but i don't know how to i'm still not i'm still not good at it i gotta figure out a way to like i'm jealous of the people that are very um smooth about it and like can do the like oh it's no this is no big deal but also like Here's my two sentences that perfectly explain everything about the project. Sure. I'm very jealous of that. Because <laughs> if I had two sentences about it, I would fuck up r- trying to remember them or I would remember it perfectly and it would sound like me rem- trying to remember exactly what some like body wrote down for me. Oh, be- in yeah. the year 1984, a young girl. Is- <laughs> oh, I want to just be <laughs> So be, right before we let you go, I just want to revisit one thing that we talked about right before we started uh-huh. recording. Um, the shelf life of Chris Paul. Because <laughs> it feels like it's shrinking the older sure. he gets. Like, I guess the Clippers would have kept him, but everybody on both sides was relieved when they were like, well, that was six years of our lives. We're never going to get back. But uh you know he's got, and then he he goes to oh he goes to Houston, and that's two years, and then Oklahoma City is one. Phoenix would have been one and a half if the Nets had been willing to take him right. for Kyrie Irving. Now it's like I almost feel like it could possibly be half a season. But uh, you had the best comparison of that in the NBA oh, yes. coaching he, ranks. He feels like he's, and this is unfair to Chris Paul because Chris Paul is far more talented and has had far more success than this person I'm about to say. But he does feel like he has the shelf life of a Doug Collins on the bench. Yes. It is like Doug gets it going off the bat and it's all, it's all like, Hey man, they're competing. They're getting after it. This is, this is humming. This is a, this is a new, this, this new voice was needed. And then like seven months from that day, you start here. Like, it's like wind horse is like, yeah, I guess one of them tried to kill him or something. I don't know what's going on. Like it, <laughs> like it, like I like it. I don't know. Like Chris Paul got out of there with the Thunder before there was any kind of like you know any of this stuff that happened basically everywhere else. It, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it doesn't sound like he's gotten r- real shit on. Like he hasn't gotten retroactively shat on by phoenix it doesn't feel like i mean maybe ayton has some feels some type of way about him but it doesn't feel like there's there wasn't like he wasn't like having the um same level of of like dysfunction that he was having with Harden, it didn't feel like necessarily, or those Clippers teams. It also kind of feels like maybe just Isaiah Thomas doesn't like him, and he's got yeah, the new owner's like, ear. Which is, and I wonder, is it like, is it has there been something that I don't remember, or is it could it be as simple as like, no, I was supposed to be the best little guard 
and now people some people think you're the best little guard and and <laughs> i honestly that. think it's that i mean i honestly there's like isaiah is clearly a terrible person probably <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. but um i mean <laughs> i forget what the settlement was with all the nicks uh shit but it seems like he was a piece of shit yeah it was and bad it was real bad yeah <laughs> it was like that now granted he he actually got that fine for firing someone uh, in retribution for reporting sexual harassment. Uh, he was not individually doing the harassment, so his was almost worse, yeah. but also, I don't know. Like, I, it, it, I, I, like, people are just, so, like, it's so funny to think about, like, Chris Paul finding out, like, Oh, cool. Sarver, someone's buying the team from Sarver. That's awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who is it? And he's like, Ishby, Matt Ishby. And they're like, okay, cool. So what's his deal? Oh, he's, you know, made his money, blah, blah, blah. He's actually played Michigan State for a little bit. Yeah, he knows Mateen Cleaves. <laughs> oh, also Isaiah close. Thomas is his he's... best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the you, the one from the 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 really tiny one or uh, which uh, no 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 the one that uh, the one that hates you. Yeah, the um, one that it, ruins uh, the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Well the other thing is like now everybody kinda has like a more you know, dunked on brain. People know the CBA, and everybody wants to like. We're kind of in this era where we like believe in the genius entrepreneur and the glorification. And so everyone's like, "Yeah, the Suns just have this strategy, but they're just going to blow through that second apron, and they're just going to be spending all this money." And it's like, no, they're just actually doing what the Knicks did. Yeah. In when Isaiah the Isaiah Thomas era, yeah. they're they're trading all their picks and. Spending lots of money. There's not necessarily any master plan, no. except that he's like, yeah, I've definitely seen Bradley Beal play basketball. He's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, congratulations, the, well, I mean, Bradley Beal. You're this generation's Penny Hardaway. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, he might be Steve Francis. Joe. It, it's amazing how many of those guys there were where he's like, yeah, I got Stephon Marbury and uh, Penny Hardaway, but what if we threw Steve Francis and Jalen Rose into the mix? I don't think that'll block Jamal Crawford at all. Uh, so it, it is like, I guess the only difference is that he's starting out with a lot more talent on it. Like this, this time around with Phoenix, but I am blown away by like, you would hope that, you know, you hear some of these people like, and I don't, I, I truly don't understand them, but these like dumbasses that glorify Musk, like in all yeah. this shit, right? And like, well, he's so, he's, he has all this money. He's the richest guy in the world. He must be smart. And it's like, I know you root for so many sports teams. Mm-hmm. And I know that more often than not, a sports team is just a, collection of failures that like <laughs> that, that we're all experiencing together year after year after year mm-hmm. like and that's not the exact right way to put it but it's just a bunch of you're just hoping 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 that things are going to go well and it hardly ever does obviously the warriors have been a different situation for y'all but like for the most part it's just like failure 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 but there is like 
obviously Isaiah sucked at this job, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I don't know how people can just sort of, it, it's another situation where you're like, you can't be equating like these people having all this money with like intelligence across the board. These dumbasses hire the same people <laughs> that suck at this. Like, it's just like, what are you doing hiring these, this guy that like, I can he knows everyone thinks it's a bad idea too, because he, yeah. he had to deny that he was hiring him in February. And people are like, You sure? And he's like, No, I, I, I wouldn't hire him. And then, even like, he was still denying it like two weeks ago. And then people said, Well, would you hire Isaiah? And he's like, Oh, I'd absolutely hire him. And he's <laughs> clearly like, He's clearly a clown, <laughs> like this, just same, same way Isaiah is. Like, it just like, you just like, the thing I, the only time that I get excited about a new owner, the only aspect of it really is like either like, oh, maybe they'll just like spend a shit ton and like, and like screw everything up and it'll like be good for the players in the end mm-hmm. because there's more money to go around somehow or whatever. Like maybe like either there's that or it's like, oh, maybe they'll be just like thinking outside the box so much that there can be some sort of like, you know, new kind of thinking enter the league in the mm-hmm. bloodstream. And it's not the same, you know, pool of GM candidates mm-hmm. and head coaches and front office execs and blah, blah, blah. And so like Ishpia gets there and it's like, oh, okay, maybe he's a little salty. He used to play, who knows, whatever. And it's like, no, you hire the guy who's like known to suck at this. <laughs> like he was like, that's if, if anybody knows anything that's been paying attention to basketball, like online since goddamn 2000 it like isaiah is not a good <laughs> guy to have in charge of getting yourself a roster together like what are you doing this is like don't worry guys i got a band for the show they're called nickelback and you're like what no that's how is he no that, that's that's the the joke you say for a bad one (laughs) there does feel like there it's not like steph is not his antithesis like steph is his own kind of arrogant i feel and is also it is a different kind of preening he is far more likable than chris paul Mm -hmm. in every way but like it's like i don't think it's like a good versus evil situation necessarily i but would i do think I'd call it's it like that. A, the vi- <laughs> I, mean, I don't know those people trying to get affordable housing yeah, you know, yeah they, fair you know, enough might disagree with you but but they but i do think that like i'm like you were saying earlier like it is just such a huge difference vibes wise like just like not just play style but just like number of smiles and like <laughs> sell it like the way that the way like just celebrating and shit uh-huh. it's like it's gonna be so it'll be so weird to see them the two of the it's gonna be so weird to see chris paul on wizard's jersey yeah yeah, right? yeah. yeah. i mean like that is gonna be so just weird to start to running the team like a fast and the furious franchise where they're like yeah, yeah actually all the villains are in the crew now we i mean that's how it happened. started uh, they beat the nuggets and then signed andre iguodala 
Then they beat the and Thunder and signed Kevin Durant. This true. is what they do. They are the oh Fast God, and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> they already had Zaza there just yeah. like being a terrible person and hurting yeah. everyone. And then they're like, we'll put him in the front office. He's His, his, his bullying days are done. But, uh, you know, he can be the guy in the chair do directing think, the other bullies. Dunleavy has to be like... Do you think that they're like, hey, Zaza's got some ideas. Like, who wants to go talk to him? <laughs> I went and talked to him last week. You got to go talk to him this week. Go, we to talk to him. Keep saying, I he, just he keep saying we, we, that he wants to draft Wimbanyama, and I'm trying to tell him that they're not going to let us do that. This person's not going to let us jump up there, but he keeps saying we got to figure out a way to get this. I just imagine the text. Like, there's just like these missed calls, and like the voicemail transcriptions, like Wimbanyama, <laughs> what about it? What <laughs> tall, tall French guy looks good. <laughs> Kuminga, Draymond. Pool for women, says no. Yes. <laughs> and then he just ends them all with game seven, baby. <laughs> game seven, baby. They're like, uh huh, uh huh. It's okay. <laughs> if like that's the thing that keeps them around, though, it actually really wins them over the game seven, baby. Yeah. They're like, remind, like, oh, I love Zaza. That's I would I not be surprised if he like signed his text to just like, yeah, what, what are we getting for lunch? Dash Zaza. <laughs> And then parentheses, Patrulia. <laughs> and after that, the number, whatever. Number. <laughs> and then the years. Oh my God. That's All right. Great. Tyler, no, I'm thank gonna, y'all were, uh, thank I mean, you y'all, so y'all, much. Y'all, y'all, y'all were very nice. Yeah. Uh, Good. Y'all are so nice for let, for for asking me. I really appreciate it. It's always course. fun to talk to y'all, and I'm um, looking forward to seeing y'all in Vegas. Uh, same. And uh, that's right, listeners. Yeah. Just remember the book is called. Uh, Little Blood and Dancing, a novel by Tyler Parker. Uh, Some Mm -hmm. have compared the comedic crime fiction to the works of Carl Hyacin. Or, uh, mm, I had, oh, Cormac McCarthy also on here. Elmore Leonard. Charles Portis. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. This is an actual good book. This is not like a shitty book our friends wrote. This is a real book. Uh, So go to where you buy books. All those those comps are blasphemous, but they did make me feel good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Hey, look. Uh, it's draft night for you too. You know what I mean? Like your 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 ceiling totally. is Cormac McCarthy. Your mm-hmm, floor mm-hmm. is Carl Hyacin. Um, <laughs> oh, pretty good. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go read the passenger no. again and uh, try to pick yeah. out the words that used to be two words. Yeah, even though for some reason you were drafted 32nd, the scouts are all saying your ceiling is Cormac McCarthy. Uh, yeah. All right, everybody should read that book also read the passenger you yeah know? also read the passenger, the passenger. Um, yes anyway thanks a lot tyler uh dude y'all are the best always great thanks all right thank you tyler uh that's right pick up a little blood and dancing man we are doing a good job plugging his book we've mentioned I love it, it so much I love um it. sean that's our episode uh probably no episode next well no episode eh, we'll probably have an episode next week actually talking about summer league we'll see if we can get j kyle man on here to talk about uh who we saw in summer league but we are going to be in summer league i uh if you're in vegas too uh send us a dm and uh maybe we'll say hi um 
we're probably going to be sitting near the media section a lot. Yeah. Um, but also we will be in on the Fremont Street experience most of the nights we're there. Um, I don't think we're doing our meetup this year. If there is a random meetup, uh, the timing just sort of didn't work. But if there is a random meetup, follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod and we will post it there or in our Discord which you can access via Patreon, patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Um, but yeah, Sean, that's our episode. Anything you want to plug? Uh, you can see me in beautiful Elk Grove on Friday, July 28th, when I'm headlining comedy under the stars at Laguna Town Hall, 7.30 Friday night. Um, great. And as for me... You can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where yesterday I tweeted, my anxiety might be the worst it's ever been right now. Thinking if I say it on Twitter, it will start to subside. Fingers crossed. Feel better, Frankie. Um, Sean, is yeah. there a song you wanted to play? Uh, yeah, be in honor of Tyler, uh, let's let's play uh, Last Lou Dort. Sure. That's a good one. Um... <laughs> Uh, trust the process and uh, shut it down. We'll see it summer league. Thunder don't have the pieces. This is my last little dart. Keeps fouling on the three ball. Only way he scores 20 points is in ski ball. This is my last little dart. Ferguson is in deep shit. I reach for the last the door, can't trust Darius Baisley. Can't make an outside shot, he dribbles so crazily. Do you even care if Adam Stone's crazy? Would it be wrong? Would it be right? If he had the green light, can't push James Harden right. Dennis Schroeder's playing tight. Chris Paul's contemplating homicide. Cause he can't guard his man, woman in fly. Why do the thunder always have this guy? Can't guard his man, woman in fly. Why do the thunder always have this guy? I never realized that the bench was thin Till the trade deadline Did Presley want to win? Take in Rich in the playoffs And draw in Houston Steven Adams moves like a mannequin It got ugly when Chris started punching Hates the Rockets And Daily Bubba Gump's lunching Eric Gordon's thinking up Like my butt crack Shooter something PJ's nutsack Diallo can't shoot Roberson disappeared Why they stopped a little ahead of the beard Diallo can't shoot Roberson disappeared why they stop a little ahead of the beer? SGA got shafted. Lou went undrafted. He's running and he's flopping. He's flopping. He's flopping. He's flopping. He's flopping. Can't go. Why did the 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.